0: for the second half Main Street Sports today on Reaction Monday. Coming up, talking a little college hoops, SEC Big 12 Challenge. Reaction to that, plus a little high school sports and women's basketball, Lady Balls. We'll preview their game tonight, all that straight ahead. Back to the League Company studio, the Hall of Famer and sports writer of the year, Mo Patton. Here's the Sundrop kid (laughs) from Alabama. I couldn't think of anything else, uh, Chris. For um, siphoning um, dad joke extraordinaire. Yeah, no, no, not quite. But uh,
1: <laughs> welcome back to second half, guys. I, I'm gonna die on the icy dead people hill. Yes, you <laughs> are. That's a that's a heck of a pun, and you know me, I, I'm I'm a pun lover, so. Play on words. Play Give me all the play on words and I'm here. Uh, second half means we kind of move into hoops, really. Went from football to hoops. And the SEC Big 12 Challenge took place over the weekend. SEC went 6-4. and four. Uh, One of those four was <laughs> unfortunate as Tennessee falls to Texas. Did you see those shooting shirts that Texas had? Their warm-up shirts, the ones with Rick, with their Rick
2: Barnes message on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 said thank you, but they weren't very thankful <laughs> for those forty minutes. I tell you what, though, if you turned it off with about six minutes left when UT was when when Tennessee was down seventeen or whatever it was, you missed the game.
1: Yeah, it was phenomenal.
2: Because I mean, clearly they got back in it and should have won it. Uh, if Ziegler takes that all the way to the rim instead of kicking it out for the, I don't know if he kicked it out for a three or what it was, but he kicked it out instead of taking it to the rim, and he they got they got to foul him there. Yeah, and he's, and he's going to knock those free throws down. He has been as tremendous a find for that coaching staff as as there's been possibly since they've been there.
1: You know, it, it's and what's so great about it is you're going to get. At least three years out of him. You're not going to, you know, Kennedy Chandler's gone. Right. I mean, he's going to, he can make money in the, in the G League if he, ha, if that's where he has to go, but he's not going to be at Tennessee next year. <laughs> and, you know, the, the
2: commentators on the game the other night spoke to that when they were talking about Ziegler said that, um, Barnes wanted him because he knew, you know, they needed protection at the point guard because Chandler was going to be gone after this year. But, Again, as we talked earlier this year, you know, the, the three guard lineup with Ziegler, Chandler and um Santiago has been pretty solid for the most part. And um Placic, his deve- Yeah, his development here in the inconsistent slash absence of Fulkerson has been dire. I mean, they really
1: needed that. Yeah, T- Tennessee is – and look, Texas not a bad team. They've only lost once at home. Two of the best defenses in the country going at it right there. By far two of the best defenses. I mean, statistically the two best, I think, by points scored uh, or points against, whatever. Mm-hmm. A- and, and I think when you go back and you look at this game at the end of the year, you're going to say that's a game that you hate got away from you, but you don't necessarily mind losing. It's not I think what, what the
2: concern right now is Texas isn't ranked. And so
1: yeah but- it's another
2: loss to an unranked foe for UT. By the way, the SEC went six and four in the SEC Big Twelve Challenge, but I just counted up. Not a great weekend for top twenty five teams. No, no, in it was this not thing because um top twenty five teams were four and three in the challenge.
1: Yeah. I mean, and one of those was between two ranked teams. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Kentucky and Kansas, but Kentucky absolutely dismantled Kansas in Allen Fieldhouse, by the way. So that means they were four and
2: four. I overlooked that.
1: Ah, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you really, if you really look at that, you know, the the challenge SEC Big Twelve, which is probably going to be forever gone when Oklahoma and Texas leave, I can't imagine the, it, the big 12 is going to be like, yeah, sure. Y'all come on over here and play. But nonetheless, this is exactly what the sec needs is something like this. And, and the big 12 as well, because the sec has certainly raised its stand It's standing. Sure. The big 12 has raised. I mean, this is one of the bigger mid season cross conference, you know, challenges that you see. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, when I got finished with my games, I turned on the Alabama game on my way home and I sitting there listening to Chris Stewart, I'm I'm thinking, I told you this is a game to watch out for. Alabama, for whatever reason, just plays to their competition.
2: Which isn't a good thing.
1: Well, it is if you get into the tournament. Perhaps they would prefer to be a 10, 11, or twelve seed, <laughs> so they can play higher ranked teams the whole way through. Maybe so, because you yeah. don't want to be the you don't want to be this the, the six seed that playing an eleven, yeah, that gets an eleven, and you're like, oh crap, and then you end up losing the owner again. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> or
2: Jacksonville State. That's a good point. I didn't get to see much of it because, like I said, I was busy. But um, you know, number nineteen LSU takes it on the chin to
1: TCU. And they looked awful, too, which they have. They've not looked great since the win at home against Tennessee. LSU just – Including
2: the loss at Tennessee. Including
1: the loss at Tennessee. Of course, I think they've lost – I think they they got a couple of injuries, too. I don't think they're at full strength right now. Big win for Ole Miss. Big win for Kermit Davis. Because I I think it's
2: starting to get a little warm in
1: Yeah. I was going to say I think he needed to get that out of conference win just to say look man the SEC's tough. Mhm. gum. Yeah. Missouri's out here beating Alabama and almost beat Auburn and
2: almost beat Alabama a second time.
1: Almost beat, I mean come on now Missouri's not good. <laughs> I mean uh, really they're not they're not good. Yeah. So <laughs> let's It's tough to win in the SEC. Period.
2: Kermit's down there saying it's hard out here for a pimp, basically.
1: But the the cross side of that is anybody can beat anybody, so you got to beat somebody. You can't be losing to everybody. (laughs) Everybody. If anybody can win, you got to win some. Some, (laughs) some, exactly. Yeah. um,
2: (laughs) Florida with that win over Oklahoma State. You know, I'm not sure what Oklahoma State is since Kay Cunningham left, but I would think that's got to be a Pretty significant win for the Gators.
1: Well, I think think any win right now is significant for the Gators. And I'm not saying that because, you know, they've been better mm. over the last few weeks, but they struggled around Christmas.
2: Yeah, I think it might be getting a little warm for Mike White, too. It might be. So, Arkansas with a big win against West Virginia, I think. I I have a tough time believing Arkansas isn't ranked. Because that's a team that came into the season with some pretty high expectations.
1: And yeah, they've lost a few games here and there, but including to Vanderbilt. But again, you know, they lost three straight. They lost at Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and then at Texas A and M. But then they've they've won six straight since then. Missouri, they beat LSU on the road at LSU, by the way. Then they got home wins at South Carolina, Texas A and M, um, Ole Miss on the road, and then that West Virginia win. And West Virginia is pretty good. So you know th- this was a this was a good weekend for both for both conferences. The SEC showed that it is among the best basketball conferences in the country, and they that's how you prove it. You go out in there and you go out there and you win those games.
2: I tell you what, Kentucky going into Allen Fieldhouse and beating number five Kansas like that
1: better watch out for that team the rest of the way. No doubt. Big win, like you said, or like we said earlier for Middle Tennessee State against Western Kentucky, and then UAB falling at Marshall kind of opens the door for some teams. So let's that, get
2: back to the SEC for just a second because four teams did not play in the SEC Big 12 challenge. One of those was Vanderbilt, which defeated Georgia at home 85-77, completing the regular season sweep of the Bulldogs.
1: So got to give JPS props over here. <laughs> We will, in fact. Missouri did not play in it either. I think they played Mississippi State. No, no, no. Must have been South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, that's who it was. So there you go. Let's uh, let's talk about some high school stuff on the other side. We we had some wrestling. We had uh, big weekend in hoops action. So and some hoops coming up this week that will get you kind of set for so. Come back on main street sports today. We'll be right back after this. Mid Tennessee bone and joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. zion christian academy zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731 you can schedule your appointment go toward their campus it is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it again it's zioneagles.org give them a call 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today
0: keep your home as comfortable as possible if you have any issues with your air conditioner electrical or plumbing systems call lee company our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity you see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com.
1: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today. Chris Mopat, and J.P. Plant here on Reaction Monday as we are continuing our most timely and comprehensive coverage of sports in and around the mid-state and region, well, nation, I guess. We've talked NFL in the first half. If you missed any part of the show, we had Teresa Walker in the first half of the show. The podcast will be up afterwards. You're going to definitely want to check that out. Or you can go back and watch the video, of course, anytime. You can watch it on Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at MS underscore sports today. MS underscore sports today on Twitter. tell you the the weekend in in high school sports and you know if we just go back through the rundown pretty impressive uh on the boys' side i, I thought you know columbia central going over, to, over going up to overton and getting a 28 point win after just hanging on to beat the bobcats here in columbia that was that was something, pretty pretty impressive coming off that, uh, that win over Independence.
2: You know, um, it's interesting watching this team and how they are developing because, you know, for the talent they've got on the floor, it's like it doesn't matter who scores as long as we get the win, and um, they seem to be doing a really good job of focusing, and you talk about, you know, the narrowed victory against Overton the first time they played, and then Going up there and really handling their business this time around, I, I just kind of like the way this team is progressing and kind of figuring out who they are and that kind of thing. And you know, we talked off air about the um, Associated Press top ten.
1: Well, and that's what I was going to say. And yet,
2: this is another week. They still, no getting no love. That the lions are getting no love. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, again. Not only are they not in the top 10, but they're not even receiving a significant amount of votes. I mean, there were, Science Hill comes in at number 10 at 24 and three, which is pretty amazing that they've got the second most wins of anybody in the state, and they're only number 10. But um, you've got one, two, three, four, five teams with 20 plus victories. Um Central now is seventeen and two. They've not lost since um, that Christmas tournament over at Riverdale when they lost to Pope Prep. They've won ten straight now. Um, they are, like I said, seventeen and two. And also Independence, um, yeah. Independence is nineteen and five. Um, Columbia Central's losses are to Lebanon and Pope Prep. Lebanon is number eight in the four A poll. Um, Pope Prep is not ranked. In Division Two AA,
1: though they probably should be, they're right. they're they're knocking on the door. Well, and they only rank the top five, right?
2: In D Two AA, um, Indy's losses are to Lebanon, Cane Ridge, which is number four, Columbia Central, which should be ranked, um, <laughs> Hendersonville, and Fairview, which is number four in Class Two A. So they have three losses to ranked opponents, and another one to a team that should be ranked. So I think they both got a case for being a top ten team. But who am I? What do I know?
1: Well, you know, it's and it's interesting that you say that because you know they did lose to Caneridge, but it was. 66-60. 60, 66 60.
2: It yeah. was a,
1: it was a six-point game. It, it was a, a tight ball game and if you're telling me that Kane Ridge is the fourth best team in the state and the team that lost to them by six is unranked. Is unranked. Eh, I got I, I got questions, but again, it's it's so hard and like you said, Mo, it's, it's so hard. You don't know enough about these teams to really rank them that way. I mean unless Well, I mean, let's look at the top 10. Beach is number 1. Right. Which the
2: number two team easy. is Morristown East, which is about an hour and a half east of Knoxville, up 75-81. Bartlett is the number three team. Bartlett's in Memphis, which is three hours from here. Kane Ridge is four. Whitehaven is five. Memphis, Whitehaven. Memphis East is six. Bearden out of Knoxville is seven. Lebanon's eight. Henry County's nine. I got no idea who Henry County's played, by the way. Well they're 150. And Sign and one. is ten.
1: <laughs> yeah. But again, who have they played? I don't know. That's so it, We're just so spread out. And I mean, that's
2: it's not gonna change. But it's it's just tough having a basis of knowledge. And I mean, I wanna I, I have a full disclosure, I have a vote, I've not been exercising it because my Sundays are too busy. Well,
1: but also do you feel comfortable voting? Do you know enough about these teams to vote?
2: If I voted, I wouldn't know enough about them. Sure. Because but I it, would.
1: But based on right now, if you, were no. to, if you were to rank the top ten teams in the state, you, no. you wouldn't have a clue. No, not really. And and you're doing a disservice if you do vote. And don't know. And don't know. Yeah. So, you know. I, I think the good thing,
2: though, is two things. It's all going to come out in the wash. It is. I mean, we have a tournament. It's not Rankings, like. Rankings don't matter. It's not like these mean anything in terms of how teams go about winning a state championship. So, I mean, it's just something for folks to write about and talk about. Sure. And, and throw, you know, Summertown ranked number seven in the state in class A, Yeah. You know, in
1: their articles,
2: that kind of thing. But it, it's Henry County
1: has not lost since December 3rd, and that was a 35-34 loss at USJ. Since then, they have beaten – McKenzie, Mylan, uh Obion County, and Clarksville Northwest. Clarksville, Clarksville Northwest. Northwest. Which is a pretty de- – on the road. That, that's a pretty decent win, I guess. That's a district win,
2: I would it think. It is. It is a district win. So I, I mean, But that, that's the only
1: 4A win out of the ones that you mentioned. I don't know. The, I mean, they beat Lexington in overtime, Union City, Dyer County, McKenzie, Milan, Camden, Stewart County, I think Lexington and
2: Camden might both be ranked. Camden is ranked number five in double-A.
1: Well, there you go. But so, still, still double-A. Obion is ranked in three-A. So, so those are some pretty good wins. I. But, yeah, this is it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Santa Fe's ranked fourth in the state. Yeah, I, they moved up a spot. Do I think that Santa Fe's probably the number 14 in the state? I mean, based on what I saw in Class 1A last year at the state tournament against Richland, probably not. I mean, they they they're a really good basketball team, and they're going to give some people trouble. Mm-hmm. But we'll find out tomorrow night where they where they stand. Yes, we will. <laughs> because it's going to be a barn burner when those when Santa Fe and Richland take take the floor. Which, by the way, how is Richland not ranked after making the state tournament last year? They've not done anything this year to make you say they don't deserve to be ranked. Lost three seniors. But they, I mean, outside of that, when they were missing Trey Luna in mm-hmm. in Murfreesboro, they've been incredible. So.
2: They've been very impressive. I, like you said, I think we'll learn a lot more about both, both these teams tomorrow night out at Santa Fe. So if you um, if you want to see some good Class A basketball,
1: drive south.
2: Get there early. Come it's not on, a big baby.
1: gym. It's at Santa Fe. Santa Fe. It is not a big gym. There's about, what, six rows on either side of the court, and then you've got – Maybe eight. A, maybe eight. Mm-hmm. And then you've got eight or ten on the Basin. one baseline, and then you've and got then about you got 15. And then
2: you've got the balcony on the other – Yeah, the
1: balcony is probably where you – I mean, and then a little standing room here and there, but mm-hmm. not much. Get there.
2: I think it's going to be a tight ticket early. Yeah. I'm, I might have to head that way when we get <laughs> off the air
1: tomorrow. So. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we, again, it's going to be it's going to be a great week. It has been a good weekend. I think uh, one of the big things that I, I wanted to mention here, you know, Loretto gets the big win over Summertown. Summertown get boys get a win. Um Loretto un, unbeaten still, which is pretty impressive.
2: Went down to Tupelo on Saturday in the um Robertson Sportswear tournament or classic, I guess and um, defeated host Tupelo,
1: which speaking to – That's a 6A program.
2: Speaking to Ashley Rutledge after her game against Summertown on Friday night, she was really concerned about that ball game because of their um, athleticism. She felt like they were going to be more athletic than anybody they had seen to this point. Well, it was Loretto 61,
1: Tupelo 44. They're 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 so good. <laughs> I mean, they're – they're as good as – Last year? They're better than last year. And not to take anything away from that team that – I mean, they're better. Period.
2: Well, they are unanimously number one in Class 2A. East Nashville is four. Summertown is five. Um. Westmoreland is seven, York Institute is eight, and Stewart County is ten. So, in terms of middle Tennessee programs. Um, Martin Westview and Gibson County are two and three. McMahon Central out of East Tennessee is six, and Gatlinburg-Pittman is nine. So, Also, um, Wayne County. And one a girls is number six this week. They're up a spot from seven.
1: Huntland is number three. You know, the Huntland girls, watch out. I said it, I said it last time too, but and here's
2: here's what's interesting, you know, I think it's some of the same girls. You know, they played for a state championship in softball last year. Before they lost to Summertown. But I think it's a lot of the same girls playing both. So they've got a pretty good run. And I think their their girls' soccer team went to state this fall. So they've got a pretty good run of female athletes down there right now, it sounds like.
1: Did you happen to see the Clark Range uh the the graphic they put out for their Miss Basketball? For their Miss Basketball? Did not. Oh my gosh. Dude, it is insane. Um and I Can't, can't find if, it. There it is. Okay. Maddie Bush, who is a junior um fantastic player, saw her last year. You know, unfortunately they ran into Summertown in that first round and right. the overtime loss there. But and and you can't see this. So I wish you guys could on, on the on the show, but look at her arm. Goodness gracious How tall is this girl? I
2: don't know how tall she is But her wingspan is
1: 6'5 Goodness gracious And she's palming the basketball (laughs) I don't want to run up against Maddie Bush If I'm anybody in class A Is all I'm saying (laughs) Because I feel like she's going to be impressive She's all district and all region in volleyball Surprise, surprise Go figure, huh? Mr. Basketball Miss Basketball uh graphics are starting to make their way around. Yeah, they are. In case you've not seen those. Uh I you know who I haven't seen a graphic for that I, I really feel like deserves some some talk? That's Trey Luna. I think that kid is as good as anybody I've seen around here. Mm-hmm. Well, until Alden Slaughter gets to be well, a senior, we
2: we we've not seen anything on him either. And maybe it's just them recognizing that he's a freshman.
1: He's a freshman. I think that, I think that's that's a reason to make a graphic. You
2: got to let people know about him. By get way, him get him get him on the radar now. By
1: the way, he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, Q Martin, I, Q Martin, and Jet Montgomery saw both uh, mm-hmm. both of those guys getting a little love. Gavin yeah. Burleson from Summertown. A- and. I think we're going to, I, I think there's definitely going to be some some folks in the in the mix mm-hmm. come the end of the year. Obviously, reigning Class A Miss Basketball, Carly Weathers will have her say in Double A. But um, but yeah, I think we're going to have a few others down here. It, Southern Middle Tennessee right now, solid basketball. There's a little talent down here. Come down and watch some yep. if you're looking. Let's talk about all the things. This is this is not Moe's uh, variety pack, variety pack, but it <laughs> basically is. There's a lot. There's a lot to get to in the final segment, so let's go ahead and do that right now. And uh, when we come back, we will get to all of it on Main Street Sports today. zion christian academy zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731 you can schedule your appointment go toward their campus it is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it again it's zioneagles.org give them a call 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today
0: keep your home as comfortable as possible if you have any issues with your air conditioner electrical or plumbing systems call lee company our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity you see what we see whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof we're here 24 7 so if you need us call us lee company call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at leecompany.com that's leecompany.com
1: mid Tennessee bone and joint has been the official sports medicine provider for murray county schools for more than 40 years we specialize in orthopedic injuries and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the er Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Oh, yeah. Final segment of this Reaction Monday as we get ready for the week ahead that will bring you plenty of great sports action, but we are still talking about some of the things that have happened over the weekend. And then we will talk about tonight's big Lady Vols matchup against Arkansas. Looks like we got a couple of additions to the Pro Bowl. It's funny that, uh, you know, guys are getting added to the Pro Bowl now after the Colts get knocked out. But, hey, whatever. hmm. <laughs> Roger Saffold um, who absolutely deserves it
2: by the way will replace Indianapolis's Quentin Nolan uh, Quentin Nelson excuse me who's Quentin Nolan I don't
1: know you You Ro- know a guy Roger
2: Saffold will replace Indianapolis's
1: Quentin Nelson Quentin Nolan is an attorney uh, in Pennsylvania <laughs> um, not replacing him <laughs> um Big Jeff
2: Simmons will replace Chris Jones of Kansas City. Who? Oh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Not, not Mike, Mike. Not Mike Jones. <laughs> no. Eight and a half sacks, 58 pressures, 12 tackles <laughs> for loss, 54 total tackles, six passes defensed for Big Jeff. And I think that's just regular season since he had three sacks
1: last week. Guys, unreal. The fact that he didn't make the Pro Bowl to as it start is, with is insane. But yep.
2: well, they better get used to him being there. Yeah, no doubt. So, yeah, this um, this courtesy of John Glennon at John Glennon on Twitter. So
1: appreciate the heads up, JG. Um, is it at John Glennon or at Glenn or at Glennon, at Glennon on will... Sports? Uh, you that might be. Because remember, we made jokes about. It's Glenn It's Glennon Sports, but it looks like Glennon on Sports. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is.
2: At Glennon Sports. Yeah, you're right. It does look like Glenn on
1: Sports. <laughs> Glennon Sports. Like Seacrest, like Seco on Sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what <we're laughs> yeah. Oh man, have, have we got him this week? Is he going to be able I, to hang out with us I sometime? Th- I think we do have him.
2: Phenomenal. And his talents, yeah. Looking forward to that. He's been um, doing some good stuff for
1: us. on dot com. Yes, he has. I, let me ask a question. Go ahead. Why? What? What is? What is happening in Auburn?
2: <laughs> you tell me. You're a lot closer to that situation than I am.
1: This is a wild situation. You have had your defensive coordinator leave. In And then take a job at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. You hired a new offensive coordinator after – I don't guess he – did he fire the last one? I don't remember. What, it was Bobo, right? He,
2: yes, it was Bobo, and he did fire.
1: He fired Bobo, who is now an offensive analyst at Georgia, and I'm sure the Georgia fans are loving that. Right. As long as he's not calling the plays, they're probably okay with it. Um,
2: specifically – Bobo was dismissed after just one season, obviously, because Harson's only been there one year, despite having two years left on his contract.
1: So on December 18th, Harson hires Austin Davis from the Seattle Seahawks, and the former Southern Miss and NFL quarterback said, no, nah, I think I'm just going to take some time with my family Deuces. just a month and a half later. So now Auburn's looking for another offensive coordinator. And I'm not sure what Brian Harson is – I'm not sure what his thought process is because he elevated his former defensive coordinator from Boise State to be the defensive coordinator – at Auburn, when Derek Mason left, so now you have no real SEC guys. I mean, outside of Jimmy Brumball, who's your defensive line coach? What's what do you do if you're Brian Harson? You've you've got to come up with somebody who understands the SEC, right? Theoretically,
2: unless you just don't feel like that's a big deal.
1: Six and six says it is. (laughs) Well, see, here's six and seven
2: with the loss to Houston in the Birmingham Bowl. So um, you've got a coach that's from Boise State. You've got an AD who does not have SEC ties either. Is that right? Allen, I can't think of his last name, but I think he's a Notre Dame guy originally. I don't know where
1: he's from, but. Alan Green. Yeah, I knew he wasn't a he, an SEC guy, right, per se. Right. He
2: had been at Buffalo most recently. Um, but, I mean, my, my point being, you've got a lot of people who don't have a lot of familiarity with the Southeastern Conference, like you said. So,
1: I think that matters.
2: I think it matters. But I mean, if you are so arrogant as to think it doesn't, and, and I think that there is a place of
1: arrogance, it sounds like that Harson is working from. If you go to Austin Davis's staff profile, it just says 404 cannot be found. <laughs> they didn't pull it down already. <laughs> already. That, that didn't take long. Wow. I. <laughs> If you were Brian Harson, who would you call?
2: I have no idea. I mean, especially as we sit here on January
1: 31st with signing day just around the corner. As much as that means these days. Yeah. Still yeah. means something.
2: You still got to fill out that roster. And initially, you know, you got to get them there before they can transfer out, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I I I, know he's, who, I think he's going to be in I, trouble. I know
2: who you're not going to call.
1: You're not calling anybody named Nix. Why not? You saw the picture that I sent you. The picture that I sent you with Patrick Nix and Brian Harson at Central Phoenix City laughing it up. Is that who that was? That's who that I is. Didn't... Hmm.
2: huh <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe that is who you call. It and, might be all he's got. And, and then maybe Bo Nix goes back into the Could <laughs> Im- transfer portal. Could kids. you imagine? With the three guys from Oregon that he sent down here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those guys come back to Oregon? <laughs> I, that is – I guess it's a possibility. I did not
2: realize who that was in that picture. I was trying to figure out the significance
1: of it when you sent it. That's to me. okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Patrick Nix and Brian Harson just having a good old time at, at Central. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I maybe mean, that is who you got. I didn't even think about it when you you were like not Nix. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. May, maybe <laughs> Nick. They seem to be a little chummy. <laughs> Amazingly enough. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's interesting. I don't but, know. Who. Uh, if
2: if not, I mean, Patrick Nix aside, I don't know who you call.
1: Nah, it's it's nuts, man. All right, final few minutes here. <coughs> Gosh, sorry, I keep coughing, and it's it's it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas women at Tennessee tonight. Arkansas four and fourteen and six overall, four and three in the conference. Tennessee coming off uh, their last the uh, the loss at at Auburn. 7161 so I know Kelly Harper is itching to get back on the court and get that taste out of their mouth and they had to wait an extra day yeah yeah that's the unfortunate part and Mike Neighbors and
2: the Razorbacks won't be any picnic I don't think
1: so yeah they 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 only score 76.8 points a game mhm so <laughs> could be more of the same they really don't like uh, slow basketball and Tennessee wants to pay, wants to bring the pace down uh, so I, I will certainly be interested to see this, when I think um, I think it's going to be most important to see who is able to play for Tennessee. I know that they had some injury issues, so
2: yeah, I'm I'm interested to see this ball game just to see them rebound or not from that Auburn game the other night. And you know, as we had Michelle Vopel on on Thursday talking about the Lady Vols, the one thing that she said was she was concerned with their turnovers, and they committed a slew of them in that Auburn loss. Um, It'll be interesting to see if they're able to cut those down against an Arkansas team that's scoring nearly 80 points a game, like you said, because UT is going to need to slow it down, but I'm not sure if that's in their DNA.
1: Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, I mean – Jordan Horston can score from, you know, anytime, mhm, from anywhere. And you know, and they like to get up and down? Yeah. And then so. Kean Green is out for the year, so you you've Ooh. got yeah, she's done according to a story from Michelle Vopel. Um she suffered that ACL against Georgia. Mhm. So, you know, it's it's not going to be an easy road to the end of the season. For sure, for Tennessee, but you got to get back on track, and tonight is their opportunity to do so. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know.
2: Suddenly, suddenly, this team has got some expectations.
1: Yeah, Connecticut and South Carolina still looming. So yeah, there you go. Both of those on the road, by the way. All right, let's uh, let's get out of here for a Monday. Got a lot a lot coming to you tomorrow should be a great day top five tuesday we'll have chip walters of course and we'll talk more about nfl coaches uh the super bowl maybe the pro bowl and much more so come back tomorrow same bat time same bat channel for mo and jp i'm chris yousing have a great day and we'll see you down the road